Sunset by the River by Samir Saxena Chapter 9 Hitesh parked their car in the parking for entry gate 1 Kansai International Airport What would usually be an hour's drive from the office to the airport had taken an extra half hour not because of the traffic but because he had driven slower than his usual speed just so the timing of Ayan's story and their destination stayed in coordination Damn that's one heck of a story man said Hitesh You should consider making it into a book. No seriously, you should. I unchuckled, unbuckling his seat belt. How am I supposed to make a book out of a story that's incomplete? Well, you're going now, aren't you? Hitesh asked, locking the car windows. And you're going to meet her, won't you? I mean, think about it. You got a call after all these months. She clearly want to give you a second chance or something. Ayan's face grew passive. How you wish that would be true. The call wasn't from Tripti he said more to himself than Hitesh so his mind would accept the reality Who was it then Monisha Yeah I answered as they both stood out of the car That's oh oh right you were rude to her too when she last came to see you Hitesh said recollecting the last of the Ayan story So what did she want to talk about Tripti Hitesh looked impatiently towards Ayan as they stepped out of the frisking zone of the entry. Dude, is this how you're going to play me now? Come on, tell me what about Tripti. Hitesh's concern for his friend had grown increasingly over the last 4 hours since Ayan had told him everything. Right from the moment of his first encounter with Tripti to the day they had parted ways the way they did and everything had become crystal clear to him now. Everything about Ayan's behavior over the last 6 month made sense. Hitesh remembered all the time he had tried asking Ayan about his life before Japan and how Ayan would always steer away from that conversation. He could see how hard his friend had tried to move past that life. That she has been missing for 2 days. Wait. What? Hitesh came close to Ayan, fearing he had heard something wrong. What did you just say? She has been missing or that she is missing something. That day after office Monisha had called me to inform just this. Ayan could still hear how concerned Monisha sounded. It occurred to him suddenly that he hadn't told Hitesh about the call. Hence, he began and told him everything about the call as well. Hitesh looked at him with the same dismay he had experienced when he first heard of it from Monisha. She hasn't been kidnapped, has she? Dude, why do you have to go there? My bad. Hitesh raised his hand in apology. and he went off thinking out loud man i can't help but just imagine how perfect you guys would have been had she not rejected you stop imagining then you're forgetting how clear she was that we were never going there yeah but there's hardly anything that's not possible in this little world my friend said hitesh trying to reach inside ayan's heart he knew the only way ayan could accomplish what he had headed back to india for would be if he only went back to being the old ayan That's one of the reason I want to go back Ayan said as they looked at the flight schedule There was going to be a 50 minute delay in the scheduled departures due to cloudy weather Ayan knew those 50 minutes were going to be torturous as hell for him but he was helpless there He wanted to be in India as soon as possible That week was going to be longer than usual Usually his days used to pass like the flow of a roller coaster thanks to his work But that week was different It had this element of being an unknown journey with an unexpected purpose. 
all of this is for her he kept reminding himself the fear of never seeing her again had occasionally stabbed his thoughts but he'd always try to rub it off his father is a cop remember ayan continued moni told me they have registered a report and are hoping to find her soon and i'm worried because there hasn't been any sign of her yet christ hitesh laid the burgers and coffee on the table of the airport restaurant they had come for a quick bite why does some of the worst shit always only happen to good people tell me about it but but hitesh continued i believe you'll get to her sooner than you might think thanks bro ayan replied picking up his burger He took a bigger bite than he usually would. He knew he needed to eat to survive and to get through with what awaited him in India. He hadn't eaten properly since that call. Even now he was just chewing and consuming the food as a means to stay normal. He knew he couldn't do anything otherwise. He grabbed his phone and unlocked it and looked at her in a Facebook profile pictures. "I will search every possible street and block to find you," he said, his hand balling up into a fist on the table. He had unblocked her account yesterday and had been browsing her profile whenever possible, looking for any possible hint of her activity online. He'd been initially taken aback when he saw her last post from six months ago. They heard the announcement of the flight Ayan was to board. Hitesh bid farewell to Ayan and just said, "I'm just a call away if you need anything." I know. <clears throat> he hesitated for a second before speaking. Ayan there is one more thing i want you to know sure what is it i wanted to keep in mind that i am only not coming because they probably wouldn't have granted both of us leaves together you know i'd i'd have been boarding this flight with you otherwise don't worry about it ayan responded smiling it would certainly have been better with you but i honestly don't even know where to start once i'm in india oh that i'm sure you will hitesh hugged ayan goodbye As Ayan looked out his window, he felt a wave of strong feelings like sorrow and grief course through his body. As his flight landed at the Indira Gandhi International Airport, and the moment he stepped out, the familiar routes and buildings of Delhi made him incredibly nostalgic. The very thought of seeing his own people again and listening to his own language in the crowd was pumping his heart with immense comfort. There's no place like home. He took the airport line of metro to reach New Delhi and a cab thereafter straight to Vasant Vihar to Monisha's home. He pressed the doorbell with a lot of nervousness expecting a harsh and cold welcome from Monisha the way their last meeting had gone. So lost had he gotten in his new life that he had forgotten how much he owed her. The door was answered after a couple of seconds by Monisha who just stood there for a moment looking at him with a murky look mixed with sorrow and pain. Any news about her? He asked straightway holding his false hope in his heart that Tripti was back somehow. Oh Ayan, she came forward and hugged him. Hey Moni, he hugged her back, realizing that how stupid he had been for being so rude to her last time. I'm so sorry for everything I said to you that day. You know that I never meant those words, right? Never mind that day, she said, gesturing him to come in. I knew you needed a break and I also knew you would come around someday. Obviously not like this though. 
I'd never thought we'd meet again this like this. Ayan was so touched with her belief in their friendship that he literally wanted to return back in time and undo every word he had yelled her at that day. You were always there for me, Moni, he said, while taking the water bottle out of the refrigerator. Even that day you were there for me, but I was so rude to you. Forget about it. We have a bigger problem. Where are auntie and uncle? Ayan asked. They're out shopping for some stuff, she said. wrapping up some articles from the table she was working on since when did you start staying home when someone goes out for shopping ayan asked surprised since it's my wedding next month she replied shrugging ayan nearly choked and spat the water in his mouth wait what you're getting married mhm and you didn't think i should know you would have been the first to know if i had your new contact Monisha took a jibe. Besides, it took you six months to receive my call. I don't know what to say except I'm really, really sorry, Moni. Already told you, Ayan. Forget about it. Ayan was genuinely happy for her, and at the same time, he also became more determined to find Trupti. He went to her and gave her half hug from the side. Still can't believe you'll be married in a month. Congrats, Moni. I'm really happy for you. I know, she said. finally smiling through her teeth for a brief moment before her face changed to being nonchalant again as she added we got to find a first though ayan nodded although he was unsure how to start searching for tripti he was aware though that mr mehta had already alerted every cop in the city to find her any cop worth their salt would switch to a war mode when it comes to his own family i swear to you we'll try our best money but first I need to know everything that she went through in the last 6 months. We had known in his gut leaving the way he would have cost him. What he hadn't foreseen was the extent of that cost. I need to know about every person she was in contact with or any incident that she was involved in. Please tell me everything. She became very upset after you were gone. Monisha started recalling. She stopped using social networking. She would hardly see anyone, not even me. Not even you? No. She stopped taking my calls. We met a few times on some weekends, but she wasn't that cheerful girl I knew her as anymore. I tried to make her even more comfortable by not mentioning anything about you. Even asked her to come out with me, but she refused. Ayan joined his palms and held his fingertips up to his lips, resting his elbow on his thigh so he could grasp every detail Monisha had just told him. Didn't you tell me she went out with her parents the day before she went missing yeah that was the day they were returning from the family trip to jaipur jaipur yes called monisha her voice breaking as she wiped her eyes gently her parents decided she needed a break and they went for a family vacation to jaipur for 3 days on their way back when they were about to have dinner at one of the highway restaurants they realized she wasn't there good god All of this is my fault. Ayan had started to feel guilty. I was so hurt and angry by her rejection. I didn't see how much she must have needed me as a friend. Not entirely, Monisha interrupted. I think she was hiding something. His rather intimate time with Tripti in their room that day flashed in Ayan's mind. She was that day when she invited us for lunch. She was telling me about this incident from her thirteenth birthday. I'm sorry, what? 
she told me something like she had got a fever and had go- gone outside alone ayan was trying hard to recall that story but couldn't he cursed himself for not paying attention to tripti's story that day and he also realized how blind he was to her pain god damn it i don't remember much but i know it was important because she told me she hadn't shared that story with you even it only took monisha split second to realize what he meant please tell me this wasn't when i walked into you that wasn't my fault okay you saw how close we were you have got to be kidding me dude i and chose not to respond to that the beginning and some bits of the ending were all that he could really recall he looked down in regret and started telling monisha everything about his last meeting with her her cryptic words her strange body language it was all fuzzy but by then he knew it in it in his gut that conversation had a key to her sudden disappearance you're such an idiot she said slapping him and you didn't think i should know this i didn't think it was that important i just thought she was just trying to make excuses to avoid a relationship oh <laughs> boo hoo a girl you liked didn't want a relationship how about you go now and ask her whether she was making excuses monisha hands went to her forehead god ayan she told you think she won't even shared to me and i'm like i'm like a childhood friend she stood up and turned to him before she went to the kitchen you better be of some help finding her or i swear to you i won't spare you ayan was drowning deep in his guilt he did not know how and what to do all he wanted was to undo everything that happened 6 months ago everything that happened that day when they met last time he could still remember how she was looking at him and how he would look at her through the rearview mirror and then just like anything vanishing into the fog suddenly she was gone okay what do we do next monisha came back with some snacks but ayan was in no mood to eat he hadn't been since the day he heard the news of her disappearance nishant uncle said they are deep into the investigation i need to meet him ayan blurted out though there was finality in his voice no offense but you're the last person he would want to meet why we both are i mean i was a best friend after you ayan reminded her come to think of it why wasn't i even called for any questioning you weren't here until today ayan i don't think uncle would have even thought of you monisha said they did take my statement though i have had told them everything i know about her including you not everything said ayan what do you mean asked monisha after a brief pause she got the hint only i know of your last meeting with her isn't it yes ayan stood up immediately to get going so we need to find her before them at least eat something first said monisha wrapping up the snacks they reached tripti's house within a few minutes ayan could see the flashback of the day when he and monisha visited the house that day for the first time that lovely day when their bond started to grow he could still visualize tripti welcoming them in that yellow dress she was gone now she wasn't there anymore mrs mehta sat with them in the hall thanks for coming moni it all feels so lonely without her trying to ayan she asked ayan when did you come back just an hour ago aunty he replied trying to fat bite the trios i didn't know about she did tell us you would be going for work 
Mrs. Mehta said, gesturing towards Monisha. Just didn't tell us when and how for long. Yes, I wholeheartedly apologize for that. I got the offer all of a sudden and my boss needed an answer quick. And I had always wanted to work on that level, so I couldn't resist. Oh no, don't worry, beta, I understand. Ayan let out an internal sigh of relief. It felt like at least a small portion of the weight he'd be carrying with him all these months had been lifted. Where is uncle? He's on duty, she said and continued. He's been working very hard. Leaves early in the morning for the search and never comes home before 10. Sometimes he does not come at all. I understand, auntie. Where could I meet him while he's on duty? I need to talk to him about something. Oh, he could be anywhere in the office. Sometimes he goes to Noida, sometimes he's in Gurgaon. She said and seemed to have lost herself in a deep thought as she looked blankly on the table. Ayan, you could have just asked me. I have uncle's number. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'm just too jet-lagged to think straight right now. Ayan looked at Mrs. Mehta who was looking very meek since he last saw her. He blamed himself for that. Monisha tried his number but the call went unanswered. He's not picking up. Snapping back to the present, Mrs. Mehta said, standing up. You'll have to wait until he is back if you want to talk. He doesn't answer much while he's on duty. I'll have lunch prepared for us now. Thanks, auntie. But I have to go home first. Ayan replied to her, standing up himself. I hadn't informed my parents I'd be returning. What? Monisha asked in surprise as they came out of Tripti's house. You haven't informed your parents that you were coming? No, they would make unnecessary arrangements for my visit then and I hate that. Ayan reasoned, unlocking Monisha's car. Plus, I have something important to do first. Sounds fair. Alright, where are we going now? To every police station in the city, starting from Rajiv Chowk. Uncle's posting? Monisha realized, trying her seatbelt. Inspector Nishant was nowhere to be seen when they reached the police station. They asked about his whereabouts but the constable at the gate only mentioned that he hardly used to come to the station these days. Most of the time he'd be searching for his daughter with his team. Ayanda tried the number one more time with his phone. Thankfully, the call was received this time. Hello, Nishant uncle? Yes, who is this? Why are you calling me uncle? Uncle, it's me Ayan, one of Tripti's friend, remember? I want to talk to you about Tripti's case. Where can we meet you? No word from the inspector. All Ayan heard was the click of the call being disconnected in a few seconds. What did he say? Is he coming here? Monisha asked anxiously. Nothing. He just cut the call. Ayan said somewhat dazed. He put the phone back into his left trouser pocket and thought about this next course of action for some time before he spotted it and went to the sub-inspector's cabin. Sub-inspector Ramesh Singh, as the nameplate said on the table, was busy with some paperwork when Vayan burst in, followed by Monisha. Sir, excuse me, he said. My name is Ayan Vaidya. What do I have to do with your name? Just tell me what you want. His focus still on his work as he turned the page of the file he was examining. Uh, we want to know about the progress on Tripti Mehta's case, Ayan said. That made Singh look up at the duo, his eyebrows rose and he closed the file he was browsing. Singh was a relatively young man with an average height, albeit with a well-maintained masculine body that perfectly fitted his uniform. Unlike most of the policemen, he had a clean shave and he probably was edging towards his early 30s. 
यू टू आर फ्रेंड्स तृप्तीज फ्रेंड्स आई सपोज ही आस्ट द गर्ल लुक फेमिलियर टू हिम बट ही कूडेंट क्वाइट प्लेस वेयर ही हैड सीन हो बिफोर क्लोज फ्रेंड्स एक्चुअली दे बोथ स्पोक इट टूगेदर राइट ही गॉट अप वेंट टू द डोर मेड श्योर नो वन वॉज इन इयर शॉर्ट एंड टर्न टूवर्ड्स हेम अन एंड मोनिशा शेयर अ लुक ऑफ सस्पेशन हैंड अक्रॉस इज चेस्ट ही सेड टेल मी एवरीथिंग यू नो वेल सर मोनिशा स्टार्टेड टू नरेट Tripti and I have been close friends since childhood and it stuck saying what he had seen her before. His right index pointed at her. You're the witness who had her statement registered over here with Nishan sir, aren't you? Yes. You young man, he said, his finger pointing to Ayan now. Tell me your angle. Ayan looked towards Monisha who nodded giving him a sense of confidence. I met her through Moni 10 months back. The company I and Moni work for, they wanted to launch a new brand of smartphone and we thought Tripti's college would be the best for the launch even. After that we kept in touch and gradually became close friends. Then about 2 months later she invited us to her home for lunch to celebrate. He told Singh every detail that he hadn't been a part of the case before. When Ayan was finished, Singh took a deep breath and rubbed his chin with his right thumb and forefinger as he went back and settled in his chair. Does Nishan sir know about your version? Not yet sir, Ayan replied. I tried calling him but he did not talk to me. That's understandable. He's been quite stressed since she went missing. He hasn't let anyone else touch the case aside from his own team. I understand sir, but is there anything you could tell us like if you have any leads or anything like that? I'm afraid Mr. Ayan, I can't. He's keeping the investigation quite tight. However, he continued after a little pause. I assure you that he is doing it right. We have lots of moles around here and he wouldn't want any leaks, especially to the media. That's why he has kept his own team for this one. And he extended a hand out for a handshake. I wish you good luck. We'll make sure your friend is home soon. Ayan accepted the handshake albeit with a tinge of suspicion. Aren't you taking my statement? I mean, I just told you everything I knew. Oh no. Nishan sir will take yours. I'm not a part of this team. Singh said smiling. What now? Monisha is sitting in the driving seat now. We need to keep looking. I answered looking around of out of the window. Something about the way Singh had talked them was bugging him. Did I just screw up telling him everything? Monisha sighed. She turned the steering to get the car back on the road saying, "I hope you realize we can just roam around the street hoping to somehow find her." I know I'm just really blanked out. I know for sure that she isn't just going to show up all of a sudden at her home though. I am persistent. They drove the streets for nearly 2 hours, occasionally walking out near the railway station, bus stand, auto stand, temple, mosque, church, gurdwaras. They looked for her at every possible site near the highway from where she had gone missing. They inquired about her at the local shop and to the vendors but all in vain. By then Monisha was worn out and exhausted by all means. She was more desperate to find Tripti than I am, but this wild goose chase had begun taking a toll on her. Her exhaustion became clear as she said, "Look, Ayan, be practical. The police might have already searched these places. We need to do something else." She stopped following him on the long route of a Delhi street. They had parked the car almost three kilometers ahead near the Delhi-Jaipur highway and were walking around looking for a clue. It had gotten dark by then as the night settled in. Come on. We got to keep moving," shouted Ayan, turning back to locate Monisha on the chaotic screen. He went back to her and grabbed her hand to walk with her. 
he knew that monisha was tired as hell but he needed her to be with him because in any case if they found tripti he knew whatever the condition she might be in only monisha could escort her back it would otherwise be very easy for him to be viewed as a suspect at the same time though he kept reminding himself that everything will work out fine and he will eventually find tripti she'll be all right simple and sweet as before just sitting at some place probably waiting for herself to be found by me he repeated in his head over and over trying his best as he could to keep himself positive about her the search however was random at best he was looking for her anywhere his eyes could reach he wanted to shout the name loud but it would only cause more chaos on the street it took them 4 hours to browse around that busy street of the city but still he thought he was missing some point on the street they asked almost all the shop owners with a photograph of tripti but all of them were clueless the few that could recall had remember only that some policemen were also searching for the same girl and they assured that they would do their best to locate her and inform them in case they got any lead soon after the night had finally settled in and with their hopes to find tripti in that place dissipated despite his positive mindset throughout the day the darkness of the evening started to cloud over ayan thought too I know you are around Tripti just hold on to me he would begin to find it hard to keep his faith alive hours of search and they didn't have much of any positive in the end to speak of he reluctantly decided that they were done for the day monisha was not in the mood to say anything to him as she knew she would not stop to go out the next day she knew he was saving his energy monisha dropped ayan home and left for hers it was time for ayan to tell everything to his parents He had occasionally mentioned about Tripti to them but they didn't know the full story yet. She must be all right. His mother tried consoling him after listening about Tripti. You are doing a great deed to help your friend. I know you will find her and bring her home for dinner soon. I certainly will, I answered stretching on the sofa. His father sat on the chair alongside with his mother. They both looked concerned, not just for Tripti but for Ayan too. You know what they say in the army son his father spoke after a long thought of his own our most trusted ally and our dangerous enemy are both the same our own imagination how ayan asked confused just imagine what you want and you are halfway there okay that's the ally what about the enemy imagine what it would be f- like never finding what you're looking for No I can't said Ayan his fists tightening as he laid his hand upon them I want to find her Well there you go son Mr Weather stood up to go to his room remember he paused briefly Love is more powerful than anything in this world it can move mountains and he went away giving a smile to his wife Ayan felt a new burst of confidence and hope his father's word had always filled his heart with self belief Even when he was down and dead with negativity in the early years of his college his father's brave tales about war and special operation would always come to the rescue this time too just that one line with that heroic tone he had been hearing since his childhood came as that shining beam of light at the end of the tunnel i'll find you tripti he repeated once more in his head